0: All right, we're back. Circling back podcast. Coming to you live from our places of residence. My name's Will DeFreeze on the screen in front of me. David Ruff.
1: Uh, man, it felt good to get back in the gym this morning. Thank God for Governor Abbott. Yeah. Got in there. Got under the rack again for the first time in like 3 months. It was good, man.
0: How was kissing the homies for the first time?
1: We uh we had a no kiss rule, man. We were just doing uh we were doing 6-inch spotting so like they i love i love ho- ho- hover hands hover hips as i had one plate on each side and uh went well man was doing some high reps low weight that's about two inches i <laughs> didn't in- two inches too much on the spotting but pretty good it look it's risky it's risky but you know if you want to get back in there under the rack you got to take some precautions but I've, I'm, i don't even know if my gym is open honestly is look dylan do you know if lifetime's open today
2: it's our gym, Dave, and I'm not sure. I was actually about to ask you if if it opened today because I, I do not know. Um, not not that I would go, but um, I can see I you going. Miss, if y'all, I do miss the gym. If y'all decide
0: to like, if y'all start, if you all go to like a patio to a restaurant with like another couple, have like a drink, maybe some apps, maybe even an entree. You know, I'm not going to mm-hmm. hold that against you because I have faith that like you know people are being responsible. Y'all go to the gym. It's two. You're not going to see me for two weeks. Like I'm staying away.
1: All right. All right. I was thinking last. I'm not, I'm not. I I'm not going to the gym. In fact, I had this conversation with my wife yesterday as I contemplated buying a uh, expensive uh, mountain bike. Uh, no, no not, not a boat. Not a pontoon. And she was like, "Well, she was like, you should just buy the bike and then just cancel your gym membership." And I was thinking <laughs> about it, and I, I in my head I was like, "Man, I could probably." I could probably get away with doing that, you know. I've been doing this like home workout stuff so long, and then I was like, "There's no way I could, I could deal without the amenities." The sauna, the sauna thing is just too, too good.
2: So I will be just keeping my gym membership. Just a hot tub after, after a long workout? Are you kidding me? I can't. I, Absolutely, I, 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 Dave. I'm, 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 the sauna, I can't. I miss it so much.
0: Dave, I think you need to cancel your gym membership and like you know make her happy and tell her how much money you're saving. And then just go completely overboard by building like a sauna steam room combo in your backyard, and just like having some giant kind of your own compound instead of the Dave Ruff Swing Academy, it's just the Dave Ruff Health and Fitness Club,
1: Dave Ruff Executive Workout Club. Yes,
0: and just be like, I, I canceled my gym membership. Like you told me, you wanted you wanted me to be here and save money.
1: I just have all the uh, all the VPs in South South Austin come over for, and they you know pay me like. Forty dollars a month, and they have access to sauna and steam room, and like a a hose in the backyard that they can like wipe down with.
0: The outdoor shower is just clamped. It's like just a hose clamped to the side of the steam room.
1: Oh, dude, I've been meaning to. I need to talk to you about your guy that you use for Wilmons for your outdoor shower because I'm probably gonna need the same thing.
0: He, no one's heard from him in months he went on a paddle boarding excursion and he just disappeared around some peninsula and we just haven't even heard from him it's too bad
2: dude their outdoor shower is just a hose that they strapped to a tree out there davis there's nothing really yeah he's not that good that of a like, guy we yeah, asked him if awesome. he could, it's not,
0: it's not awesome. we asked him about like whether or not it was like you know how i don't even, i don't know much about plumbing but i asked if it was like connected to the plumbing system and stuff like that and he just kind of looked at me puzzled and just went back to work it was weird
1: <laughs> wow! You guys, uh, you see, know, that? You guys in, see that? Independent tweet? contractors are always a, a real hit or miss.
0: Who's this person in uh wherever the state is, Kansas or something? Who's got the Wilmon's license plate? Do you guys see that?
2: Saw that. Yeah.
0: What are the chances?
2: He's Wilmon. Hey, Wilmon! Like,
0: I need to, I need to find this I guy. Know,
2: Should we take him out? Is that, is that why you want to find him?
0: My lips are sealed.
2: Okay. We shouldn't talk about it on here if, yeah, if, if that's gonna, actually the
1: plan. If, if we're going to put a hit out on there. somebody,
0: we probably shouldn't talk about it on this podcast that gets half a million listens every episode.
1: That would be like live tweeting your coup of Venezuela with your private army. <laughs> <laughs> i am just that say we'll that's what remember. it would be like. It's okay.
0: Dude, are you guys <laughs> aware of how loaded today's episode is?
2: oh yeah if if i was a potato in here
0: yeah i was gonna say if i was going to dave's uh cafeteria for high school lunch i'd be in the baked baked potato line right now for sure can we get some don't you have a baked
3: potato at wilmot's so obscure
1: yeah that's That's how loaded it is that's that's our
0: bartender's newborn we just call him the baked potato uh
1: (laughs) god those bacon bits that taste like rubber
0: Dude, I like I like mm. like I don't mind pre made bacon bits. You know, like the bacon bits at like buffets when they're just like they're not bits. They're just like it's they're incinerated. I kind of like it's like it. just
2: one giant preservative.
0: Yeah, it's kind of tight. I
2: mean, I've never been a baked potato guy ever. I can't, uh, we I talked think. about
0: we talked about this recently. Like, if once you get past the good shit on top of the baked potato and all you have left is like the thick, not as cooked stuff and the skin, it's like, what am I supposed to do? I feel wasteful. Anytime. You know
2: Anytime you have to dress up something so much to make it taste good enough to eat, it's not for me. When you get past all the dressing stuff, the the, the potato part is just it's just bland and eh, I would never eat it by itself. I think that's because mm. you were
1: just putting nothing but salt and pepper on your baked potatoes. You might like it more <laughs> if you tried some butter, maybe a little cheese, sour cream. No, that
2: that's my point, is that it doesn't taste good unless you put all that shit on there.
1: See, I need I need like pizza. <laughs> huh?
2: You like pizza? I like turtles. I mean, a basic pizza has sauce and cheese on it. That's that's good enough for me. It tastes good like that.
1: Oh, cheese pizza guy here checking in.
2: I would hey, do your you? with your I think your they baked need potato, have... do
1: you do you go ahead?
3: Do you do you spin the baked potato? Like do you do you put mix it up so the, the top stuff is in the in the middle of it or no?
2: Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Maybe that's your problem.
0: I want like a reheating no, I station. If I, if I go to a baked potato bar and I'm loading this thing up, I want a reheating station where I can go add a little bit more butter, maybe a couple more toppings, and toss that thing in so I can get round two on that. I don't need that much potato round one. I just want the toppings.
1: Hey, what are buffets going to look Sorry, you're trying to get to an ad. I'm sorry, but I was going to ask what are buffets going to look like in a post-COVID world? Sneeze guards are mm. only getting bigger. Like life is going to be a big sneeze guard.
0: Yeah, what's Jason's Deli going to do? Is this the, is this the last we've seen what of I'm Jason?
2: Picking. Oh, that's that, that salad part—just wait for a, a COVID sneeze, man. Just wait. That was a
1: problem. How many
0: double-handed face wipes awesome. has Jason done throughout this entire ordeal? He's just like, oh my god, dude, we're getting our dicks kicked in right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, I used to get reckless and like—I mean, anything was was fair game at Jason's on the on the salad bowl. They
1: should do a logo in there. They should just put the ice cream machine outside and let people come by and get their cones for free.
0: I'm gonna get you a cone when we go there and Dave's just gonna grab it.
1: God Coning (laughs) reference.
0: I actually wasn't trying to get to an ad read, Dave.
1: Oh my bad. I was I, I felt like we were going down like a really just a road that we would never come back from.
0: I was trying to I was trying to just gas up the network as a whole. Not only did we have a fire ladies night on, uh, on Happy Hour Live on Friday. I mean, how, how could you not be happy about that? Uh, we also have Patreon tomorrow, patreon.com slash Uh The finale of the show that we just can't get enough of. Listen to your heart. And I'm sure we'll have some voicemails on the back end of that. Uh, so another programming note. I filled in late Friday. This was a late Friday news dump. I filled in on Club Cool. Barrett and I had a blast together. We talked about everything under the sun. Go check them out. Uh, and the Sunday Scaries was pretty hot this week, <clears> too. We went down memory lane. Dave jumped on. It was a good time. Just go check out everything I just talked about. It's, it's been a the blast. Listeners,
2: the listeners who are not into uh, listening to your heart, they've got to be thrilled about the uh, the finale uh, that it's this week and our last Tuesday episode talking about Listen to your heart. Uh, after that, we're, we're back to regularly scheduled stuff, and you're, you you got to be happy about that. Nah, you no, know, we're doing we, we see y'all. Tonight.
0: We're doing the Listen to Your Heart uh, rewatch, and so we'll be going back and running it back, <laughs> oh we, knowing what we know now. We're just doing hindsight.
2: That was a <laughs> surprise, Will. Yeah,
0: sorry, I know. I'm just so excited to go back and rewatch that first episode where we got to meet Jamie for the first time. <laughs> Uh, that being yeah. said, I will I will jump into an ad read now because if you're like me, you probably start thinking about what you're eating for dinner uh, while you're eating lunch, you know? I love food. Yeah, That's why I love eating Postmates more than ever. Like Postmates is just saving everybody. We don't want to go out there and, and fight the, the public and be in restaurants necessarily. So right now, you can get food delivered without leaving the house or even opening the door. Given what's going on in the world, they created non-contact deliveries. So when I order from local restaurants, everything gets delivered right outside my door. They also have Postmates pick up which you can use to order takeout from your favorite local restaurants. So listen up. You guys need to be supporting your neighborhood spots right now. You should be ordering local because it's a great way to support your communities. And Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make life easier by picking up everything you need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven, pretty much anywhere, and dropping it off outside your door. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android. Find your favorites. Get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates it's giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code CIRCLING. That's code CIRCLING for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you want, anytime you need it, just Postmate it.
1: Speaking of Postmates, I had Popeyes for lunch yesterday.
0: Really? Why didn't you? What the fuck? I send you a photo every single time dude, I eat Popeyes. Dude,
1: here's the problem. I got the sandwich and this is the first time I've had the sandwich in well over 3 months and I I did not I could not wait. I did my hand I washed my hands and I I put the, the sandwich on a plate with the red beans and rice and I brought it in to watch the golf. I put I put my fast food on a plate if I'm going to watch it in the TV room. You have to. Just cuz it's just too messy, too greasy. And uh, I I didn't have time, Will. I, I I was so damn hungry, and it was the be- it honestly was probably the best version of that sandwich I've ever had.
0: I not only send you photos of my food, I send you photos from the drive-through. When's the, like I always <laughs> I send know. you one from the
1: drive-through itself. I know. And here's the bigger here's the bigger shocker, Will. So the line was about eight cars deep. Popeyes was operating at maximum efficiency. They were going Chick-fil-A style, like car after car just going, and then. They got my order 100% correct. Like, no. I, got, I got a list of some some chicken strips, and they gave her the exact number we ordered, which was a bummer to me because I was looking to catch a, a few bonus strips, but just didn't happen.
0: The one by our place has been on a hot streak of giving too many strips lately. It's fucking awesome.
1: Oh, it's the best. It's
0: great. It's kind of great until like you're on day four of eating leftover chicken strips, and you're like, fuck, I'm fat right now. What's going on? That's a
1: lot of different
2: strips. i got... Two bonus pizza rolls from uh, Pine House the other night. What? They just hooked me up. Yeah. I ordered no four way. and they brought me six. True story. The Yeah, my driver was even like, yo, yeah, we, we hooked you up with two extra ones, man. No charge. I was like, dude, tip coming your way right now, sir.
0: That, honestly, that pisses Wait, me you got, off.
2: You got Pine House delivered? Yeah. I didn't know they'd do that.
0: I didn't even know they had delivery, dog. You post me?
2: Watch... Last changed since you've been yeah. in Houston, Brett. I post it, dog. What's your problem, Brett? Oh, man. oh there we go. That,
0: that bums sense. me out. You ever been a local somewhere where you get hooked up like that? Just like on the reg?
2: Yes. No. The sandwich ready.
0: spot? You know the sandwich spot in Harbor where they do a saran wrap? I get not one. Yeah. But I, get, I get two pickle spears every single time.
2: Ooh, wow. double spears. Double pickle spears. That's like a, they know. It's like a 10-cent spear, man. That's huge.
1: They know. They know. I used to get hooked up all the time after I got left off the schedule. When I walked into the Duncanville subway, they knew they knew it was Asiago time and they would hook it up with the freshest Asiago. Would
0: they just charge you for like the, the fresh, like white loaf and then give you the Asiago?
1: They'd give me double meat for the price of single meat.
0: That's loco.
1: So on my cold on my cold cut combo, they would just double it up. You know, they would pull it out of the little wrap and just double up there and be like, "No, you just had one, didn't you?" Wink, wink. It's a little. It was a you know, it was a good time in my life.
0: That photo of the dude, the the sandwich artist taking a photo of the sandwich, it resurfaced on my timeline again this weekend. <laughs> and every single time I see it, I bust out laughing because if somebody did that to me, I'd be like, "Why are you disrespecting my sandwich like that?"
1: <laughs> was it like?
2: Who's lived- the- ever.
1: It was like a lettuce and black olives or something? It was like lettuce, pickles, and <laughs> it, black olives.
2: It was just terrible. Well, I, I keep checking the Postmates app to see when they're going to add Wilmonds, but for now, it's still tied, just delivering it to me. Dude, he, last time I ordered fish tacos, he forgot my tortillas, man. It's getting ridiculous. I
0: know. He's got it. I mean, he, so I need to, I need chill. to see. I need to sort something out. I think we might have a co- competition coming our way through Wilmon's, so just keep an eye out. Follow at Hello Wilmon's <laughs> on Twitter. I think there is a competition coming because there are two competing Tide accounts, and there can only be one. <laughs> so I'm very wow. excited to see how this pans out. I think I might have to have some kind of uh, competition between these two to see who can at, actually be the official Tide.
2: At some point, the official Hello Wilmon's account will have to endorse one of them, and one of them, the other one just got to go.
0: If this account can get verified, which Twitter's not doing it, like we'll at least do a pop-up restaurant somehow. Like if we can get verified, that's when you know it's real. Well,
1: you need to call Jared.
2: I think it should be our three-year plan to open an actual like brick and mortar Wilmonds, or maybe just a trailer or something. No,
0: that's not, no, we can't be the ones opening it. We, our our three year plan needs to be that we license it to somebody who knows how to do this. And we- <laughs> Who knows what they're actually <laughs> We I don't care if we get a hundred dollar check in the mail every month. Like we, we cannot financially invest in a restaurant. That's a fair uh, point.
1: We are the majority owners of the Headless Parrot. So True. let's I not forget about, about the that.
0: Parrot. The Headless Parrot might we be have a slight so slap.
1: <laughs> I don't even remember how it's that happened. Main,
0: it's your
3: main competitor. What are you talking about?
1: Uh, you know, it's good to have a little competition in the marketplace. It, it brings the, the best out of everybody. Until you get bear hugged. Until you get bear hugged and all your chill vibes go away. Yeah. we're trying I love a good bear hug. Though. We're
0: trying to figure out how to buy an actual bear so we can do this, but I don't think you can do that in Austin. So we'll figure it out.
3: <laughs> should, we, uh, should we bear bear hug a large to extra large size uh, sex and smart podcast by any chance?
0: I mean, that could work too. We might make a lot of money yeah d- <laughs> I, i've been making the employees saying, call me Daddy market, lately but, but they're not doing it
1: we need to we need to get some private equity guys on the line
0: mm-hmm. with with the biggest jaws possible
2: <laughs> what's wrong with that guy's jaw i don't get it you look <laughs> like a cartoon man what's going on
0: i, watched, like I was watching a video the other day I, I went down some wormhole i like one of the fucking butthead trump sons was trending on twitter so i went down this wormhole and i was watching old footage of them are there two uglier faces in the world as they were going through their 20s
1: who the trump (laughs) brothers very ugly oh the trump kids yeah don Uh, jr and
0: eric like they had they had some butt ugly
1: faces yeah but they make up for it with their hundreds of millions of dollars uh I hate saying. to
2: say this because by, by all accounts, he's a good dude, but man Larry Bird just has a a face to forget. Well, I was watching him on the last dance last night. It's a, you know it's what toss- why don't you get why don't oh, you just man. take five minutes and get out of here? Major reptile Larry Bird vibes. catching sprays.: I feel bad. I feel bad for him.
0: He's got reptile vibes oh. to me for some reason, like old ass lizard. I don't know why. <laughs>
2: it's not I mean, coincidentally, he looks kind of like a bird, and that's his last name.
0: Yeah, he, he looks like an animal <laughs> of some sort. He's ugly.
2: <laughs> no. Hey, we are oh, burying man. the lead
0: here. We can't talk about the last dance finale this quick. We have to we have to start with what the people want right. to hear. Dave, how about that storm yeah. we had the other night, dog?
1: Woo! Bubba, you're telling me. Uh <laughs> yeah, Friday night, man. Central Texas had a little uh had a dry line blow through. If you caught us on the live stream, you know, we were kind of we were talking about what was gonna happen that night and We had a pretty uh, well developed line of showers and thunderstorms coming in from the west, and uh, I have to say, as far as Central Texas goes, this was the most electricity I've seen in the air in my time here. Like eyes eyes closed, I could see the lightning, which is I know is a weird concept, but like you could see like the faint flashes even with your your eyes closed, and the thunder, buddy. Thunder. Mash that mosh that uh or mash that uh Garth Brooks button because uh,
2: Hey Dave, real quick, um uh, can you explain what a dry line is? Because uh that thing came through and it was anything but dry. Yeah,
0: it's the opposite of a wet line. Right.
2: It's,
0: a, it's opposite it's basically of a wet jer- circle.
2: Yes.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's the shortest distance between two two points and it's dry as fuck. No, so it's, <laughs> it's uh just dry, dry it's just a, it's just dry air when it hits the unstable, warm, moist air. That's when you get uh, the showers and thunderstorms that pop up.
2: God, I, I just get crazy age when you talk about when you talk about weather and meteorology type stuff, Dave. It really you, gets me going. You should join my
1: executive club. I actually will sit in the sauna with you and talk weather for twenty minutes.
0: Dave actually has, mean, a, Dave has a Dave has a private Facebook time. group that he runs, and he just lets people in, and they just talk weather patterns constantly.
3: <laughs> well, so, uh, I hate to burst your I hate to burst your bubble here, but the Headless Parrot is actually sponsoring uh, four uh, storm chases this summer. So you are required to go on all four of them. Actually,
1: I would do that. You say the marketing budget's huge. We uh we actually run a we have another podcast we're about to launch. It's just a Storm Chaser Chaser podcast, and we just chase storm chasers. Mm-hmm. So like. <laughs> We just follow them around to see what they're going to do. Like, what well, are these guys going to pull over on the highway? Like what's, what's up? Are they going to get, how close are they going to get to this, uh, this tornado?
0: That'd be sick. If storm chasers had like super fans that like followed them around, like,
1: dude, get closer.
2: Dude, I'm sure they do. Look People what you are guys really are in doing.
0: <laughs> Holding up signs that are just blowing in the wind.
3: <laughs> we could have, what? we uh, could what? have the reality show where we follow around like four different groups of storm chasers. And we just capture the infighting and like who's doing better, who's having a great season. It's summer of '98, the Texas storm chasers.
2: Ooh. What's like the game of, of storm chasing? Is it just to get like dope footage of storms or is there some kind of. Some, an I think there's, yeah, an, what's an, going on? there's yeah. probably
0: an adrenaline rush that goes along with it too. I mean, that's, that's got to be feeding a lot of these people.
1: Yeah, I think it's a combination of all those because you have now it's like kind of at the dangerous point where you have people just adrenaline junkies trying to chase storms. And then you have like your legitimate storm chasers who, you know, much like the movie Twister are trying to get data from the, uh, the tornado. I don't know if they're launching up, uh, little metal balls into the, uh, into the NATO (laughs) anymore, but they're, they're getting the the Intel and they're, they're sending it back to the base and they're just, they're they're just doing like the, the breakdown of the tornado, the winds and whatnot.
2: Do they get sponsors like monster or Red Bull put like wrap their trucks and you know, all that stuff. I, that's what I envision for some. Reason. You
1: gotta, you gotta think so.
2: Okay. I, I would blade. love
1: nothing more than to see like a truck, like the 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 Red Bull, like the little SUV with the the giant can coming out of the back, just going right <laughs> into a tornado, just rolling up to that EF two. <laughs> Do you guys remember
0: last week on Monday's podcast when we talked about how rainy it was supposed to be all week? Turned out it was yeah. it was actually a beautiful week last week outside of Monday and Friday.
1: We had two two days of about anywhere from two to four inches each day and night. So yeah, it kind of just came in lump sums instead of uh, a light sprinkling each day.
0: It's big weather for you, dude.
1: Shaking, Thank God I laid down that mulch.
0: Shaking my head. What's is Scott Fisher weighed in on any of this? Like, did he say this where this ranked among storms that he's experienced in Austin, Texas?
2: Scott Fisher says,
0: "Because that's what I want to know." I followed him. He's the only real one. He's the only real one I trust at this point. He's got his ear to the ground. He knows what's going on.
1: As far as like severe storms go, those weren't like the most severe. But lightning-wise and thunder, like for me personally, like Southwest Austin, that was that was intense.
0: I think you got it worse than us because even though it was a it was a hell of a storm, it was a hell of a storm for us, but based on, I, I sat in bed and just watched it out my window. I think you got more smoke down South compared to us because it was incredible, but it was probably like it. I don't think it was even the, the harshest one I've been a part of in Austin. From my perspective, there was one where I was over at Ross's house. That was during Harvey where, uh, I just remember it being like crazy, but that was more rainfall than thunder and lightning though. So I guess we're, we're kind of, we're kind of talking about two different things. We're comparing apples and oranges.
1: So I'm like, I like laid my head down to to go to sleep. I'd been playing Call of Duty, and I closed my eyes, and I was seeing like the flashes, like with my eyes closed. And then I, so I was like, all right, I gotta watch this. So I would see these flashes, and then in my head, I would do like the one Mississippi. Just curious, there was one that was the loudest rumble of thunder I've heard in years, and it was like four miles away. And I was like, damn, that's powerful. What did that sound like right on top of it? Like that's gonna blow somebody's eardrums out. I can't believe you didn't hear more of it, Dylan. Although even though I've been to your house, I still don't understand where you live.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's um I, I'm on I'm I'm gonna co sign what Will says. It didn't seem like it was that intense. I didn't there were no like super loud claps of thunder or anything like that. It was kind of just like low rumbling type stuff where I was. Um yeah. well, not that far away, Dave, really, geographically where, speaking.
1: Where we were, man, it sounded like the angels were clapping cheeks. Might have oh, been.
0: Might have oh. been, dude.
2: By the way, I would like to confirm that I just went to his Twitter page and Scott Fisher still starts every tweet with, Scott Fisher says, colon, and then what he has to say. So it I love what he's doing over there. It's great stuff.
0: Scott Fisher's eyes just started filling with tears of happiness when Twitter gave him more characters to work with. He was just like, oh my <laughs> God. That really he, was, him up. he was biting the fist, just like, "Ooh." <laughs> Give me those Antonio Banderas.
2: Dude, GIF. Yeah. Burning because like, right off the jump every time he tweets, man. Like what are you doing? Yeah,
0: he didn't want that sub too. He was just like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> oh, um man. I tried to take it. Never mind actually. The the wormhole is about to go down is not worth not worth it right now. Um, can we talk about the last dance which I just finished this morning cuz my DVR fucked up?
2: Yeah. Yes.
0: Um, Finale last night really couldn't have been happier with the series as a whole myself. Do you guys have any opening thoughts for this?
2: Um, I have an opening thought. So he was talking about how the team was broken up prematurely before they got a chance to make a run at their seventh ring in nine years. Um, and it sucks. I agree that he said he used the word maddening. It su- It sucks that they didn't get a chance to do it. It would have been an awesome to see if they could have. But it kind of adds to like the uh, the mystique, like the legend of Michael Jordan, because they never got knocked always down. like. Whenever there's an element of like, oh, what what could have been if this happened, it, it kind of makes it like, I don't know, like it it, it just makes it. Uh, it went know, out on top. Of-
0: yeah, like, like yeah, they went out
2: on top, but like, I don't know if if he had if he had tried for a seventh and didn't win it, maybe he comes back for another year and doesn't win it again. It kind of it kind of tarnishes it a little bit, you know that the, that's the way they end their run. So it it's good and it's bad that it didn't. I, like, I guess I guess, say, I like
1: it when it, in sports like when a, a dynasty like that goes out on their on their sword. And the you know they get knocked off and it's kind of a passing of the of the torch. Um, obviously that didn't really happen at all. Um, wasn't there like a was ninety eight the strike year ninety nine? Ninety nine, yeah. Season. The shortened season. Who who is that? Who ended up being the next champion? Was it the Spurs? I
2: think it was. The, that was the first year of the Spurs won it. The Spurs won yeah. the shortened
0: season, right? Yeah. Which, that yeah. doesn't count. Just throw that out. Spurs don't get that trophy. That doesn't oh, really shut count. up. Nah, yes, does. throw it out.
2: Throw it they out. Had, they had 50 regular season games.
0: Nah, you just got to throw that out, though.
1: What? Nah. Nah. Sorry, sorry, Spurs Nation. Yeah.
0: I'm a big fan of the Admiral. Love the Admiral, but, like, the other guys can't really count. One, it. I'm sorry.
1: One of the all-time greats. Um, all in all, man, I, I enjoyed this. I thought there was a stretch from, like, episode... I would say six through eight were like the best. Like that was like the meat of it when it was just operating at its highest. But the last two were great. I could have used a little bit more on the breakup. Like I would have liked it. I almost would have wanted an entire episode on Reinsdorf and Krauss and like just kind of the, what the city of Chicago was saying, the internal bickering. But uh, I, I can't complain. That was That really made this whole uncertain time thing a lot better, so.
2: What By the way, episode? throughout this entire documentary, I was wondering why they didn't they didn't interview Jerry Krause. They were just slamming him the whole time, basically. Uh, then I realized that he he died three years ago. I had to Google that's it. Right. Oh, that's, yeah, that's mm-hmm. why they, he wasn't available for interview. They thought about they getting didn't a, get the Ouija thought, board.
0: Yeah, they're going to get a hologram, but they they thought it would be in poor taste to have a hologram talking into the camera.
2: Yeah, I get it.
0: I thought that my favorite episode, and this is obviously just because of my where my interests lie, but my favorite episode was just the episode where they talked about him signing on with nike and all that it was just very interesting from a perspective of like i mean i i like the nba and stuff like that but like i had you'd seen all these clips and so getting the backstory was cool but i had no idea that like i had no idea how nike just wasn't that much of a power player until jordan just propelled him there so that was that was my favorite episode but like i do agree with you dave the latter half did seem to pick up a lot and and kind of have more uh i don't want to say like heaviness but like it had a much more of a uh a basis for, you know, getting emotionally attached to some of these guys. Like the Kerr stuff last night had no idea. I actually didn't like Steve Kerr that much. And then after this episode, I was like, fuck, Steve Kerr's the man.
1: Dude, Beirut was a wild place.
0: Good band too.
1: That's right. Uh, Also dude, the, the, uh, the Rodman storyline just continues to keep giving. And uh, I remember him doing that. I had no idea he did that in the middle of a playoff run. Didn't either. Like, in, smack it in the middle of games. Like, uh, him. The thought of him just like missing practice to go hit Diamond Dallas Page with the chair is uh, the the best thing that's ever happened in sports.
2: I forgot where I read this. It was probably a Ravel tweet, but he was fined twenty grand for missing practice, but he made two hundred and fifty grand for that appearance. It's so good business. Out. I'm skipping practice. Kinda worked
0: out. I'm, I'm if, yeah, if the <laughs> WWF's in town and uh, I can be a part of NWO and make money on it, yeah, I'm skipping practice. See you later,
1: dude. Hollywood Hogan.
0: Well, he, uh, what a <laughs> uh, guy what, what a great
1: blast in the past.
0: Um, I, there was a lot of Carmen Electra on my timeline last night, and not to get too H on the TL right now, but like. She she looks amazing. She looks great. I mean, she she's does. been looking great in the interviews during the last dance and like just I forgot how like H I was as a as a kid for her. Do you guys remember where you were when uh he hit any of those big shots? There's only one where I actually remember exactly where I was. And I, I think it was the ninety eight shot, so I was only eleven, so it makes sense that I wasn't like glued to the T V for, for his other stuff. Uh, what'd you say?
2: You're talking about Jordan or Rodman?
0: Jordan, not Rodman. Rodman Jordan. didn't make any shots.
2: Yeah, that's, that's why I was <laughs> uh, Oh, yeah, dude, I, I, I remember watching all those, man. I was, it was, for me, it was, I was, I guess, uh, 15 at the time, and it was must-watch TV for me. I, I watched every single playoff game that the Bulls were in.
1: That was a fun series for me, the Pacers and Bulls, because I had become a Pacers fan. I loved Reggie Miller. Uh, I just loved what they were doing over there. Mark Jackson just just dishing out passes, man. And I even had a pet turtle that I found and I named it Reggie. I had a Reggie Miller jersey, but I remember being very conflicted in the fi- in the Western Co- Eastern Conference Finals. And at the end of the day, I was pulling for Jordan. I was like, I- I'm not ready for this to end. So it was a very tough time for 13 uh, year old me or whatever I was.
0: I did not know that about you. Did Rich-
2: did he ever win one? No.
0: Who Reggie? No. Yeah. No. Fuck the Pacers, dude. I didn't. <laughs> okay. I I didn't know that you liked the Pacers at one point, Dave. Man, that stinks for me. I didn't either. I find yeah, that
2: Reggie surprising. Miller.
1: I loved Reggie Miller, man. He's and a bitch. Rick Smiths. Rick Smiths out there, just oh, just casual hooks.
0: I hate Reggie Miller. I like Jalen Rose, but I would have hated him if he didn't go to Michigan. But there's just so, like, I don't know. Obviously, the mouse in the palace adds to my, my kind of hatred for them. But, like, all, every, every Pacers team I've ever encountered, I'm like, why are you guys like this? Like, you live
1: Well, they what they did to the Knicks, too, the, the Reggie Miller versus Spike Lee stuff was just so electric for me.
0: Yeah, it was cool. It was a cool time. I just, and then they, I just hated them.
1: And then they added uh, Southwest Texas great Scott Foster. Uh, A few years later, I mean, come on. It doesn't get any better.
0: It gets better. The best
3: part of, uh, favorite part of last night's episode was when they did the Space Jam stuff, (laughs) and they built a gym for Michael Jordan, and they just had, like, it it was like the 92 Dream Team stuff, like the scrimmages that were in the Burbank gym while filming Space Jam must have been incredible. That was last week. (sighs) That was last week. Oh, maybe I'm, well, I watched it before then, so I'm sorry. Come on, Uh, Dumbass. You silly bitch. Uh, yeah, I mean, that
0: it, was tight. I mean, you're not it wrong. Yeah,
3: like yeah. <laughs> I'll tap out on the Space Jam.
1: Table. Yeah,
0: what you what you said <laughs> is correct, is factually accurate and correct. Oh. I, I'm
1: gonna miss. I'm happy, just happy with it. I'm happy all around.
0: What do we watch oh, next Sunday fantastic. night? What do we do?
1: Yeah, we got the Tiger one next week, right?
0: Did you see all the booty chatter on Twitter last night about like someone had a tweet that was like, you know, no player has done or been that far and away better on uh, in terms of just his competitors, blah, blah, blah. And then people were like Tiger Woods, Serena Williams. And it was like the guy was the guy was going back on here. He wasn't going back on the take. And it was finally like, dude, go back on this take. Like there's so much evidence and like not just like, you know, hearsay. it's There's actual facts that back up that Tiger Woods did so much for golf in the same way that MJ did it for basketball. Like, just shut up, dude. It was a very, very good wormhole. Uh,
1: they're at least in the argument and the fact that they're individual sports with Serena and tiger. It's, uh, you know, I I feel like that kind of skews in their direction, but whatever, that's fine. What? Hey, you know what? Uh, Have fun with it. Do what you want. Put your takes out there. Holster the pistols.
0: Tiger, the only difference between, in my eyes, between, you know, Tiger, they both took breaks and, you know, at the peak of their career and stuff, it just was Tiger, Tiger's was because he was banging hookers and Michael's was because his father died and he wanted to play baseball. So, you know, to each their <laughs> own.
1: Man. All right.
0: Tiger's still more my- injury
1: related. Come I guess. Come
0: on. I guess. I guess. He probably could have come back a little sooner if, uh, if his life didn't didn't just get like completely derailed.
2: That's fair. He had, he, had a, he had a tough run there. There's no there's no doubt about it. He's still my yeah. all
0: time favorite athlete. It's okay.
2: He's the big tiger? cat. Yeah, Tiger. Yeah, yeah. He's up there for me too. In, MJ is probably my number one. Honestly, man, it, I didn't realize that he went to. So he went to six NBA Finals. They won all six of them. He got six MVPs, like Finals MVPs, and they never went to a game seven. Isn't that wild?
0: coach shit dude
1: yeah Crazy. i think this this pretty much ends it i know this was pure propaganda but like i i thought jordan was uh was the alpha going into this and this just reaffirms my position Did can you- i can i put something up on the screen uh speaking to brett brett wanted to talk space jam but these are not the space jam jordans but these are getting released these are the the bell air jordans the jordan fives and these are coming out in the next couple months
0: Man, I just don't okay. see myself wearing those.
1: Yeah, my, I it's like my. Uh, my real I want house. them in my closet, but I don't see me wearing them.
2: I think Jordans are, are sick, and I, I love that it's it be, it became like this cultural phenomenon. I just wish I could pull them off, but as a 36 year old dad, I just I just can't. Uh, I think
1: you. I don't. I think you're selling yourself short because you are a 36 year old dad who owns Yeezys. True
2: yeah but i didn't buy the yeezys and i don't wear them out in public also
1: to be fair to you do wear them out in public i've seen you numerous times
0: but i think your yeezys are the most low-key leezys that you could wear in public like you you, when you can walk in somewhere and people aren't going to be like why is that dude wearing those like they're they're the most like under the radar ones that you could have
2: i was walking into target one time wearing them and this like 13 year old kid was like hey man love the shoes i was like ah i probably got to take these off like thanks king Like, thanks, player. Did
0: you dap him <clears throat> up?
2: He goes, hey, I, fuck you, I, Dorn. I didn't dap
1: him up.
0: Was he wearing a hoodie with, like, the hood just on, on the crown of his head and his hair sticking out the front? It's like, dude, I love <laughs> you, Yeah, six. he was a hype. Sure. Like, God, damn, the for the an old look. dude, you got swag, player.
2: Nothing's worse than that.
0: Yeah. You know what's better than that? Me, undies. Are you guys dreaming of summertime like I am?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: These are the days when visions of sunshine and surfing dance through our heads. Probably now more than ever as we collectively mold into our couches. But we got to keep the dream alive, guys. Me Undies is committed to the cause by keeping you in a constant stream of uninterrupted dream-inducing Undie comfort. How do you reach this under uninterrupted state of comfort? You ask? With a membership from Me Undies. Yeah, that's right. I said membership, and it's very handy too. Imagine this: every month, the softest, coziest Undies magically appear at your door. As your Undie collection grows. Your laundry time lessons and adulting gets that much easier. Plus, a membership comes with site-wide savings, early access, and free shipping. Oh, and zero reasons to leave your house. Just grab those new undies off the porch and get right back in to your routine. Me undies are made with – I mean, you guys know what they're made with. It's that micro-modal fabric. It's irresistibly soft, oh, yeah. sustainable fabric that encases your nether regions in a cloud of comfort. It's magically made from trees. Another reason to give them a hug. They also range from
2: – the micro-modal fabrics, uh, man.
0: Yeah it's, it's micro modal. I bet, I bet there's people right now that are listening that are thinking about their underwear and they're like, Oh my God, I'm wearing macro modal right now. And they just feel like idiots, just total
2: idiots. <laughs> what a bunch of dumbasses.
0: Yeah. Me has a great offer for our listeners. For any first time purchases, you guys get 15% off and free shipping. You gotta, you gotta give this super softness a try, especially cause they have a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee to get your 15% off your order, free shipping and hundred percent satisfaction guarantee. Go to me undies.com slash circling back. That's me undies.com slash circling back. Uh skins game was this weekend.
1: Will Will, can I bring up one more point from the last dance real quick? The food poisoning thing from Salt Lake City, the flu game, real quick. Mm-hmm. What do do y'all, how did they know that was MJ's pizza? Like if, if I was wondering was you, the same thing.
2: I was wondering the I, I same meant, thing, David.
1: I just I, I thought that was bizarre. I, I don't know if I'm, I completely buy that. No, I don't buy any of it. I don't buy any pizza.
2: of it. Yeah, you don't be like. Oh, by the way, this is for Michael Jordan, so make it extra good. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: and no one's ever gotten sick of, Like, the only time you get sick from pizza is eating too much pizza. You're not getting like food poisoning from pizza, right? What they say they did to it?
1: Well, they don't know. Which yeah, that, I don't that believe up it. A number of questions. Will like
0: something else? Did they test
1: happened? the? Yeah, like, did they test them and figure out what it was? Did they go back and find, like, the pizza crust and see that there's, like, doo-doo on it or something? Like, what's up?
2: No. Like- also, did this information leak at all ever before last night? I mean, it's it was called the flu game forever, and it was obviously widely believed that he had the flu. And we're just now finding out, you know, 22 years later that that's not what it was. They say flu-like health.
1: symptoms for like anything. Like if you have like a a sinus headache, it's flu-like symptoms. It's they use it I pretty pretty broadly, but
2: I just found yeah. I found that very hard to believe too, Dave. It didn't make sense to me. What five guys delivered it? Like how how did they know this was for, for Jordan? And just nothing about it, was, it made sense. The whole the squad
1: just got together and went to deliver the pizza. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Yeah, I just want to close the book oh. on that because I felt that was like, uh, that didn't get enough time. And people aren't questioning it enough as they should.
0: I think, yeah. it would, I mean, I don't, my, no one wants my thoughts on this because my thoughts are not very nice about it. I think the whole situation wow. feels very overblown. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, okay. Let's talk about the skins game for, for a, a minuscule amount of time
1: yeah it was fine something to watch I did not get a golf nap in it raised a lot of money for charity so that's cool uh it it was it was fine it's cool to have golf back it was cool to see those guys Matt wolf's laugh stole the show
0: Matt wolf i, I what I learned yesterday is that I just hate Matt wolf, which is a good He's thing to so know going forward
2: it couldn't keep he my would, attention I got, I got very bored with it very early on it did much nothing for me
0: yeah i mean it it i i gave it my all i sat down i turned it on and i was like all right let's get into this and then just nobody would shut up and like every single announcer just kept on going they had bill murray on for what i thought was just the most pointless thing in the world and then it's like all right let's follow that up with a trump interview where he's just taking shots at people left and right i'm like dude oh just, that was electric like just show me just show me the fucking players It's not that hard. And like Dave said, like they got to protect the players. Like, I don't care. It's just so soft. These guys, like these players need to be, they need to have a personality behind them. And we didn't see any of it. And there had to have been a lot of people that turned that shit off before. Like we actually got to see some of the good stuff.
1: Yeah. It didn't get good till like, like the last five or six holes. Mm-hmm. And they always say, you know, you, when it comes to a skins match, man, you can, you only have to tune into the last, last five or six holes. That's what they've always said, uh, Everything that Will said is accurate. I did think Trump, Trump was like the most engaged I was. Like when he came on, I was like, that's when I was paying attention the most. Cause I was like, cause you know, Rory came out before saying that he doesn't have a good relationship with Trump anymore, doesn't agree with his handling of everything. And I was really hoping we were going to get some, uh, some high heat from the commander in chief, but did not work out that way. He threw some passive aggressive shots at people, but, uh, it, it was vintage it was vintage uh, vintage president but all in all it was cool to have it on and uh the coverage was meh
0: trump made a good point no one told us about coronavirus we had no clue we,
1: they should have told us man they should
0: have told us man like no one had any idea and then all of a sudden we're just like pandemic you know should have told us damn
1: uh Dj playing extremely fast was like the highlight of it for me like he did not wait i loved it that was vintage Dj uh he was pretty terrible. Ricky was the best player. Rory was fine. Whatever. Matt Wolf Matt Wolf hit some of the the biggest wipes I've ever seen. That dude that dude is long, man. Did
0: he think that he was going to yeah. go viral with that mustache of his? Like is that why he did it? He's like, "Oh man, people are going to be talking about this mustache during the Skins game for years to come." It's like, dude, shut up. The best mustache to come out of a Skins game is Craig Stadler. Craig Stadler was a staple in the back in the day in those Skins games and he just crushed it. <laughs>
2: love Craig Stads.
0: do you guys think that
2: kind of um, fun to watch, I mean, I was gonna say kind of fun to watch them carry their own bags I thought that part was interesting but you know like I said it, it didn't do a whole lot for me I want real golf bag
0: are we guys are we excited for next week with uh Phil and tiger with uh Brady like do we think they're gonna execute no. this is the question
1: no no it's gonna be did you notice like the only so when they finally the announcers finally let the let the players who were miked up actually talk and have some banter, it, it, it was exactly what you thought it was going to be. It was kind of uh, canned. Rory got a FedEx Cup line in there talking about how he's won it twice. Like the trash talk was not how they talk trash. No, and I get that they're they're uh, they're neutered on that deal. TaylorMade's got to protect them because those are all TaylorMade golfers. Although Ricky just plays the TaylorMade ball, which. That was a question we had last week. Um, I don't get why. But yeah, man.
0: Like you're saying, t- okay, like what you're saying is right. Like TaylorMade, PGA Tour, they, they need to neuter these guys a little bit. But why can't they just mic these guys up fully and be like, guys, you guys are on national television. If you swear, if you say, if you drop something unsavory, you'll get fined. Or why not just put a minute delay behind it and then just let the producers sort it out? It doesn't make any sense to me. But the one thing, yeah, the one thing I took from it is that, You know, we've had some interviews go, go not great for us in the past, like numerous times. And and I can feel this like discomfort when it starts to happen, because I feel like the people that are watching are having that. It felt really good yesterday to see Mike Tirico squirming during the Bill Murray thing, thinking like, you know what, even, even really good people at this still have like a really hard time containing some of these people and like laughing through the awkward jokes that don't land.
1: Man, but he was eating pistachios. That was crazy.
0: Dude, like, how did they not have a better quality stream for Bill Murray? It just like, just send him some equipment or don't do it at all.
2: I completely missed the Bill Murray part.
3: It, it was wasted. It. That was it was it was the ultimate like in the production meeting beforehand. They're
2: like, oh, Dude, sick look, idea. I'm gonna call Bill Murray. You know, Caddyshack like Bill Murray. He likes he likes golf. He's a quirky guy. Let's get him on.
0: It just could have been yeah. better, man. Like I I don't know. But the Bill Murray part, like yeah, they, they just could have executed it better. Like instead they were literally working out his positioning mid interview. He was like, Well, why don't you get a little to the right for the rest of it? And then Bill Murray's just sitting awkwardly, like hunched over. He should
1: have Tirico couldn't get past that. He should have just let that go. Like yeah. I there were so many awkward moments from the first hour. Um I don't know. Why did Tarico tra- have I, a guitar
0: in a in a in a straw hat next to him? I love the idea. I don't know. I love the idea of Tarico just sitting underneath like a palm tree, just strumming on a guitar with a straw hat, just like singing stuff, singing some an el- tunes.
1: <laughs> an electric guitar at that. He's yeah. just mashing bar chords on his Stratocaster.:
0: Who's better at their their respective instruments? Michael Jordan at piano or Mike Tarico at electric guitar?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tariko definitely knows like uh, the first few notes of multiple songs.
0: Yeah, he knows time of your life, and that's it.
1: Smoke <laughs> on the water with my Tarika.
0: Yep, he should release Iron it now. Man. Are we done? Are we done with the hey, golf?
3: I just, I think I have a terrible take here, and so I'm going to say it. I don't think Seminole's that tight.
0: Thank you, Brett.
3: I just, I was didn't like, look, they were didn't
2: look awesome.
0: They
3: were blowing the course like left and right. I was like,
0: ah. Golf Twitter was loving that, that course. And I was sitting Golf and- Twitter will tell you it's, it's
1: sick, but it just didn't translate.
0: I mean, not to, yeah. ex- I had some buddies who were telling me how sick it was and I, I didn't, I didn't throw the, the fuego in the group text, but I was sitting there and I was like, I'm not racing to play this course, nor is it making a short list for me of places I want to play on my bucket list. Like that, it's just not it Did not
2: come across well on TV for sure. It didn't look tight.
3: All I'm thinking is some of those holes, the sand nets that are like biting your ankles and shit have to be miserable.
0: That just yeah, gave me a flash. No. That just gave me a flashback to our round of golf in Ponte Vedra b- before the Players Championship, where uh, you had to sprint. Sawgrass off the, Country t- Club. Yeah, you had to sprint off every single tee box because you would get mosquito bites uh, just swinging the club one time. Didn't t- I? Didn't even take practice swings for the first four
1: holes. No. You would look down and there would be thousands of them swarming you. And it was the only time I've ever almost quit a round of golf because of mosquitoes. And like five holes in, we were contemplating it. Dude. Even though it was like one of the nicer courses we'll play.
0: Well, fucking Dorn got like, he got shafted. So he got to sit back at the place. And then I was like, man, I'm jealous that Dylan is just sitting at our party mansion while we're getting bit by mosquitoes this entire time.
2: I think I gave Dan my spot. Is that what happened? I'm yep. I'm trying to remember why I didn't. Yeah. I gave Dan my spot. And uh, and I got back, or when y'all got back and told me about it, I was like, Oh, too bad I missed it. Oh no.
1: Honestly, yeah. It it got better, but the first hour was like just people complaining. We were all just in such a bad <laughs> No, mood. dude, it
0: wasn't even <laughs> complaining, dude. It was us huffing around, just pissed off. Like, fuck, like this, uh, this is bullshit.
1: Oh. Like uh, I took my golf towel out of my bag and and put it over my legs in the golf cart because my legs were just getting chewed up and it was like a hundred degrees. <laughs> I forgot about that. Hell.
0: We all looked like frail old women in wheelchairs, like yes. sitting there with like, bl- like cold blankets on ourselves because we were just covering our skin. It was just so, and I think I had one thing of bug spray, but it had like one last spritz left and it was just like, up. Oh, this is not going to cover the squad. Oh, it was terrible. I, ca- I called
1: the uh, I called the pro shop and I was like, do you guys have bug spray you can bring out to us? Oh, we'll pay like a premium. And they were like, we really don't. And I was like, I don't know how that's possible. We didn't pay okay. for the route. So <laughs> I,
0: I would have paid. I would have pulled like a hundred dollars with you guys to like get some goddamn bug spray since we got everything else for free. It was like, I don't want to ruin this.
2: Absolutely.
1: Oh, how much y'all like,
2: beach cruisers though and tearing through that neighborhood. Oh, like, a, like a bicycle gang that was so tight that
0: this was the awesome. best time i think about that sometimes when i'm on the peloton i'm like dude i would have been cooking had i done a little pelly before this <laughs> Shots yeah, to dylan those protect- bikes
2: turns out weren't made for uh for four mile trips to uh the, the course that we, we took the long way that that, that was, was your fun. fault that yeah.
0: was yeah that was your fault by the way dylan you
2: yeah, let the guy who's directionally challenged lead the way that's that's kind of on y'all too
0: I mean, what was I going to, I'm, I'm worse than you. I would have been like clueless. (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh, Dave, do you have any, I don't want to, I don't want to do a full segment on this. Do you have any thoughts on your, uh, your team yesterday in their first game back?
1: Oh, you're talking about Munich?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: you know. Good to see the boys get back on the pitch, you know.
0: Are you? You're low key Russian right now, too. There's Russian. Oh, no, the no.
1: come on, guys. <laughs> That's Russian, dude. No, it's not. Uh, it was great to see him out there, man. I don't even know why Berlin meant, like shows up anymore, right? Because it's like you're not going to beat Munich. How much did you actually watch? Oh, I watched all of it. You did? I really did.
0: Did you think the stadium where it was was kind of tight? That's all I could think about. I was just like dude, the stadium's kind of just like in like there's trees everywhere. it's great, very scenic
1: yeah it was it was definitely different um I don't know i was I had more fun watching that than I did the uh the golf for the most part right oh, yeah. I mean I, I don't know it was just it was it was interesting as a guy who has watched uh very little of uh the Bundesliga. As you might have guessed, uh, I, I could say it was a it was a good good fun way to pass some time in the late morning here.
0: Brett, you became a Dortmund fan over the weekend uh, by using a chart that led you there. Do you want? Do you want? Ah, yes. Do you want to tell us how you how you found your way to, to Dortmund?
3: Oh yeah, so the BFT commenter, yeah, he, uh, he he put a chart up on he put a chart up on Twitter and it <laughs> led to Borussia okay. Dortmund.
1: That skewed Canadian. I just want to point out, which was kind of funny.
3: <laughs> I I was trying to get it there, and I just realized it wasn't going, so I just I bailed on it. But um, yeah, apparently I'm a Borussia Dortmund fan, and uh, and then they were up 2 nothing immediately, so it was
0: tight. Yeah, they they handled them. It was not a big deal.
3: They have a striker that they have a striker that apparently Will's a huge fan of.
0: Fuck that guy! No, don't. Probably. No, no, he he might he might eventually make his way to United, but I have to be kind of against him right now because we we lost out on him at the last minute, so it's okay. But I don't have so, a horse wh- in
3: the what they, race. What are what is Borussia Dortmund? Are they like the the Wolves or what, what's their thing?
0: Um, I don't know. They're just obsessed with their color scheme, black and yellow. Truthfully, Bundesliga is like my. I, I I don't pay attention much to it unless there's like an off week for Premier League for some reason. So so the German. How does
1: Bundesliga stack up? In uh, the league.
0: Well, they're they're top heavy. So you know, Bayern and uh, Dortmund. Leipzig, Leipzig, i don't know I, I i pronunciations are not my thing we know this by now um they're yeah, top heavy so they can they can push their weight around you know generally but like they're still they're they're a top league to watch i'll say that it's better than the french league but in terms of everything else like the spanish league is going to blow them out of the water uh, they're kind of top heavy too whatever people are going to come at me for this on uh, reddit so i can't wait for that it's going to be really exciting pumped about it <laughs> I'm even more. Let's pumped. go. Let's go. I'm even more pumped about figs. If there's ever a time that we should be standing figs, is it now? Is this? Are we in peak uh, peak fig yeah. season? I mean, like, the world changed overnight, and doctors, nurses, and medical professionals immediately ran to the crisis. Since then, they've been working extra long hours, hours distancing themselves from their loved ones and risking their lives to save ours. They sacrifice a lot, not just now, but all year round. So, shouldn't we be looking out for them? Well, luckily. They can wear FIGS. FIGS is an amazing company who had the backs of these awesome humans since 2013. They create ridiculously soft modern scrubs that help healthcare workers look good, feel good, and perform at their best. Do you guys want to know how they're responding to COVID-19?
2: Please tell us, Will. In
0: response to COVID-19, FIGS has already donated over 30,000 sets of scrubs to hospitals across the country. They've donated $100,000 to the Frontline Responders Fund to help ship PPE and supplies and sent hundreds of care packages to those who need it most. They've also created their own three-layer protective mask and utilized their supply chain to produce millions of N95 masks and PPE. And FIGS will continue to do whatever it takes to support healthcare workers during this challenging time. They're, these things are not only they're not only doing good but they feel good they fit good they're packed with tons of features and functionality they created their own proprietary fabric that features silvador antimicrobial technology i love having two episode or an episode with two sponsors with their own you know and like technology when it comes to uh, the fabric so this is just huge four-way stretch moisture wicking anti-wrinkle liquid repellent these things feel amazing even if you're not a healthcare professional i guarantee that if you get a th- pair of these in your hands, you're going to be like, wow, I kind of want to toss these on and see what it feels like. So today it's more important than ever to recognize all the selfless medical professionals in our lives. Whether you're one of these awesome humans or you're someone who wants to say thank you with a set of scrubs, Figs has your back and is offering our listeners 15% off for a limited time. Just go to wherefigs.com. That's w-e-a-r-f-i-g-s.com and enter code STEAM15 at checkout. Again, that's wherefigs.com. Enter code Steam15. Speaking of Steam15, it's Steam Room time.
2: Oh shit.
0: I forgot to replace the soundboard with the Steam Room. So now we're just doing techno music from Love Island. <laughs>
1: that's pretty smooth. I like Dave. that a lot. <laughs> we're not even in the same, we're not even in the same area code, buddy. No.
2: Dave, I just cracked the shit out of you with this towel, dog. No, you did not. Get, I'm get sitting right
0: here. Get that ass over here. Get that ass over here.
2: your ass red right now.
1: All right. Sorry. Man, I, I can't wait to do that. Who's steaming? I mean, who's I mean, mad? Yeah, a, who's, who's steaming? steaming? Who can ever steam right in right these now. uncertain times? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you who's steaming. It's
3: me because I'm trying to buy a used car.
1: I knew this was what you were going to steam about when you when you told me <laughs> to add
0: this. Oh, I was like, we're getting used car talk. Let's oh go.
3: my God! Is it a brutally annoying and frustrating process i've gone to three dealerships thus far and been lied to i don't know seven times oh expose lie. them
2: lie uh, okay. lie
3: okay so f- first first one thursday afternoon go i'm, I'm not necessarily looking to the buy of the car today this is the, the thursday was the day that i followed everybody's tips and tricks and things go pretty well i'm like okay i find a car I like i test drive it I say, here's the deal. I don't have my trade-in. Like I left it at home. Like Dylan said, smart move. And um, I said, I'll be back here Saturday morning, pulling trader, ready to go. Perfect. Done deal. Appraise the card. Done deal. Uh, Saturday morning, guy goes, hey, looking forward to have you come in. I got the keys in my hand. Let's go. Turns out – Saturday, like 11 a.m. rolls around when I'm, I'm a, we're at the coffee shop heading over to the car place and uh, get the text, oh, we sold it last night.
0: Oh, that's bullshit.
3: God. Did you show up? My dude. Went, no, my dude went from having the keys in his hand Saturday morning to actually, no, we sold it last night.
0: Mm-mm.
3: Also had talked to his manager Saturday morning and said, yeah, I got, I got the number you wanted. Perfect. Got the number, got the keys, and here we go. Oh, by the way, it sold last night.
0: Oh, man, I'd be pissed. No. Did you go back to that mm. dealership at all?
3: Hell no. Good. He goes, I'll send you more options that I have. I said, fantastic. I'll, I'll delete that email real quick. Um, <laughs> so then I went to dealership number two. And dealership number two, I called ahead of time. This is in uh, in a, a suburb that's 45 minutes away from where I am. So it's, it's going to be a little bit of a hike. But they have a car that I want. They have the make model trim. So I call. I say, hey, I see you guys have this car. I see it has the, there's no pictures of it yet, but she said, oh yeah, that's because it just got in yesterday. It's, uh, it's going to take our photographer a couple of days to get the pictures on the website. Okay, that's fine. Get it attached from the sales guy. Hey, uh, come in at four, we'll have the car. And I go, can I test drive the car at 4 p.m.? Of course, can't wait to see you here. Okay, so Saturday's looking up. Get there, guess, guess who does not have the car?
0: I'm going to say the uh, dealer.
3: Keating Nissan in Conroe, Texas, does not oh, have. Oh yeah! The Expose, them. Expose them. Fuck Keating Nissan. So they just
2: wanted to get you in the building, ma'am.
3: Guess who got in the building and then walked out entirely pissed off? Oh. And they, but they'll they'll make it right for me. So. What was their and excuse? Then, uh, they got it from the auction and it just hadn't gotten there yet. Oh, it's still on the truck, man. Still on the truck, so. I'm, a, I'm supposed to get a text today when it gets Sorry, off. Sorry, man. We're getting we're killed, killed
1: over there. here. You know, these times are <laughs> uncertain and unprecedented.
2: Damn, the, I would be very frustrated with that.
1: I didn't know it was this so hard then, to get a Volvo.
2: It's it's not a Volvo.
0: I thought you were getting a Volvo. You put I'm out Volvo. 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 I could see you driving Volvo's a Volvo. See,
3: Dude, I see 90s are kind of tight. I won't I won't lie. But, no. Volvo. No, a uh,
2: Volvo. Where's Volvo sit?
0: Have you looked at Volvo's website at like the prices of these things? They're sneaky no. expensive. When I oh, was yeah, at the yeah. market, I like went to the Volvo website. I was like, maybe I'll check out a Volvo. And then I was just like, uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy Oops. shit.
3: So, anyway, so then Saturday, so Saturday, we're pissed off. And then I go to dealership number three. And dealership number three is, it's, uh, more of a private dealership, so to speak. So it's not a, it's not a like Ooh. Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram. It's like something motor cars and they ha- they just resale, they flip, you know, use cars. Okay. And, uh, I get there. Ashley Schaefer? The guy... Nope. Um, car is ready to go. It's great. The whole thing's set up, but it's just like sneaky. It gives me the keys. I literally within two minutes of getting on the lot, no, no license, no insurance. Tosses me the keys and says, "Go ahead. I'll see you in 15 minutes." You should have laughed. Hell yeah! Should
0: have just laughed with it. I yeah, he gave it to you.
3: He just he gave me the car. So I drive around and then I get back and we're looking around. There's like scratches on it. There's uh, it's it's pretty beat up as far as a thirty thousand mile car should go. And uh, so I'm like, okay, kind of weird. And then uh, we get back to the thing, and there's no. No talk about the car, nothing. He goes, you want to come in my office? I'm like, does it have, like, what's the safety inspection? He goes, oh, yeah, we took care of all that. And so he's just saying, he's just not saying enough. And then he goes, get, gets in the office and pushes a piece of paper in front of me with, oh. like, four numbers on it. It's like, why are we still price. doing that? And I was like, D- you haven't even shown me the car facts yet. He goes, oh, I have them right here. Here you go. And so I'm like, dude, you, there's just no professional this here sounds like out. this like guy was, was just
0: disrespecting I, I can, you
3: disrespect
2: yeah they're very scummy why very didn't you scummy. bring dylan what was oh. dylan
0: doing this entire time was dylan just like talking to like the front desk people and like drinking like bottled <laughs> waters like mini bottled waters and just throwing them on the ground for other people to pick up no or?
3: there's a there's a g-wagon in the showroom that dylan kept like doing like, hey i'm just gonna check out this g-wagon real quick
2: i ended up buying that by the way the, oh, the g-wagon I didn't even tell you.
0: The homie needs a salesman starter car. Are.
2: dude, it's funny because they had these these guys have a reputation like used car salesmen. It's like the scummiest of the sales industry, and yeah. it's it's actually very, it's based in like fact. Like they, they are just like shitty people who do anything to get your signature.
0: No, nah, man, I it's stand sad. I stand <laughs> our used car salesman backers though. These guys will do anything to get a deal done. Major
1: shout.
2: <laughs> yeah, those guys, those guys are, are cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, you guys are cool. The rest just, of you guys, fuck you. I, I hire another, when we hire another me. sales guy. I want to see used car salesman on his resume or her resume. There
3: you go. I mean, it's atrocious what was what, what happened to me. So long story short, I, I have no car yet, but I am fully What's ready to pull the
2: trigger. What's that? What's the plan from here? He's going to keep looking or what?
3: Yeah, I'm going to keep looking. Okay. I'm going to keep looking. Bro, That's a I'm tough give, place
2: to be,
1: man. It's a very tough place give, to be.
3: Yeah, I'm going to give Keating Nissan the, uh, in Conroe, Texas. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt today. And if they give me a call and and make it right, as they said they were going to, I'll think about
2: it. Ooh, but so far, they, they are... Uh, bargaining. That's a bargaining chip you have now. It is. And I
3: also got the quote um, for the, the third dealership. I we, we got to the quote that I wanted. We got to the price I wanted. And like all the other fees and stuff that I wanted. So I can bring that back to Keating and it's on a sheet of paper and say, can you beat this?
0: If you if you would have brought so if you would have brought Dylan, you have, have a car right now. You might have two cars right now if you brought that mustache with you.
3: <laughs> it's true. The, the biggest mistake, and I should have bought the f- the first car was perfect on Thursday. And I just like wasn't I hadn't gotten my car like a praise like I hadn't got, you know, it was just I wasn't ready to pull the trigger that day. We also if told I you was,
0: To be fair to us, we also all told you to to walk out of there before doing anything. <laughs> like we kind of screwed you out of the car that you needed cuz we, we we were all just like, "No, you got to you got to get the quote and then just get out of there. Don't talk to them."
1: <laughs> we really did. You should not have listened to us.
3: Don't bring your trade-in. Don't be pre- like be prepared, but don't be like ready to sign the
1: deal at that point.
3: And that and I ended up losing out of the car. So. I think this is our Brett, have is, you oh,
1: go on, Dave. I was going to ask if you've tried one of those, like, uh, like Auto Nation or those big. Uh, what is the one uh, that you just go and the the price on the window is the price you're paying, like the sticker Car- price yeah. is like CarMax. Car-Max. That's CarMax,
0: one. dude. CarMax is they're going to screw you on your trade in. But like, right. as far as prices <laughs> and cars go, they got They got quite the selection.
1: They really do. Dave,
3: I I did go to I did go to Auto Nation. That was number one. And I did get them down from the one sticker price. So I have that in my bag. Whoa. Yeah.
1: Huge. Get this guy a DCO hat.
3: Yeah. So, and that's the one I unfortunately missed out on. So. We'll see. I'm in no, I'm, I'm not in a rush. My car that I drive now is fine. I'm just ready to pull trade. So
0: it's I'm not going to say that's a good mindset. Steaming on that. That's a good mindset to be in. Yeah.
2: Once, once you have like your 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 heart set on a new whip, though, there's nothing's gonna slow that down. Like you are getting a new car.
0: Uh, oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And Sally, I I looked over this weekend, and Sally's looking at new cars, and I'm just like, oh, great, cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is... Oh, that sounds like. Fun. Anyway,
3: that's it. I'll keep you guys posted on Keating Nissan and Conroe, Texas today, because right now they are on my shit list,
1: dude. Fuck that. Wow. Yeah. That's no. not also, I
0: know a lot of people in Conroe, but those Keating, Nissan people, they're just scumbags. I don't call know. them the
3: opposite of uh, of the five-star binders we used to have in school because they are one-star all over Yelp wow. and Google.
0: If you didn't have yeah. five-star, you were rocking some bootleg shit back in the day. If your Trapper mm-hmm. Keeper was anything but five-star, get out of here. Dylan was probably too cool hey, for a Trapper Keeper. Dylan just brought all his shit in his arm and just <laughs> carried it.
2: Dude, I had I had trapper keepers. Calm down, bitch. Trapper keeper was tight. No, hell yeah, they were. Where Where that you thing snapped shut with the Velcro.
0: Imagine listening to this. Imagine like being like you no, get man. you get in your buddy's car like, and he's listening to a podcast for the first time and. Or and you, the first thing you hear when you're with your buddy is just from this one podcast. It's just fuck you, bitch. I had trapper keepers and shit.
2: I'm sorry, Will. It felt mean. It felt mean when I left it left my mouth. I'm it was sorry. mean I'm that not. I accused
0: you of not having a trapper keeper. I deserved it. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, you're you know fair, fair. My my dream for this whole
1: deal is for Brett to go to a brand new dealership tomorrow after this is released, and he gets in to go for a test drive, and the guy just pops on this podcast. Yeah, he's like, oh, what you say? Brett about knows. Me? It's like the,
3: it's ever- like unspoken. So the guy like kind of gives me a wink and a nod. Like I can't say this, but I'm gonna, I'm going to get you to where you want.
0: Guys, I want to give you an option. I got go to go talk. Oh, can I give you guys an option here? We can either talk. We're running low on time. We can either talk about this next on our final thing today, or we can save it for Patreon tomorrow, because it would fit if we wanted to save it for tomorrow. It's y'all's call. What is it? Has to do oh with, Hannah? Has to do with a little Hannah Brown action.
2: Ooh, let's save hey, it. Let's, let's save
1: that. Let's save that. Let's put that behind the paywall. Let's reward also, our paying. We might backwards. see some more we might see some more fallout today. Yeah. And it might give us a little bit more material. I will say we, none of us knew that it none of us knew that it happened until far after
0: it happened, probably twenty four hours. I didn't know until late last night that she had done this. Oh. And then uh I, I kind of broke the news to all of you this morning. Yes, you did. Oh man, let's 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 wait. Put this on Patreon. You know, hey, all you people out there who complain about our bachelor coverage, we're just gonna delay this for you guys. Okay, this is going only for those uh, those people over there. So, man, silver lining, she
2: might she might take a little break from TikTok, which would be great for for my eyeballs. Yeah,
0: but. that'll be good for human Randy's discover feed since she's just like the the Ugh. first person he sees every time.
2: It's me, she's on my every every time. It's a new TikTok video from her. That it's and it, each one is worse than the last one.
0: I'm over TikTok, man.
2: That was Dude, fun. You're episode. the king of TikTok.
0: First. I have made two TikToks. They're just none. It's neither too- of them are publicly listed on TikTok. You're two and zero. Oh. I'm the bad Ooh. boy of TikTok. People don't talk about that enough. <laughs> uh we got a big week. Same shit. We're just stepping it up a notch. Happy hour tomorrow night. Happy hour tomorrow happy night. night. Patreon.com slash podcast for tomorrow's episode. We'll be back on Wednesday with normal stuff. Go If, if you feel so inclined, and I'm not, I'm not going to force you guys to do this, but if you feel so inclined, go leave a review. I enjoyed reading them on the thing the other day, on our episode last week. I would like to uh, have some funny ones in there to read more of. So if you go do that, check it out.
3: Hey, can I tease the happy hour a little bit? Teasy. Uh, House band tomorrow No guests Listener comments only
0: Let's play some games tomorrow We're coming in with a hot tent tomorrow It's going to be fun
3: I'll give away an air
0: fryer tomorrow Huh?
3: Yeah, we can can give away an air fryer tomorrow I'll get the promo going on that today
0: Should all of us just make one cocktail each On the happy hour tomorrow And just show what we're making Just have a cooking show I don't hate it It could feasibly work Let's. We'll be workshopping some ideas. We're gonna, yeah, we're mixing it up a little bit for Happy Hour Live tomorrow night. Either way, Washed Media on YouTube is youtube.com/slash Washed Media. Go subscribe. We hit 3,000 subscribers, so we got to drop that uh, Wilmon shirt.
3: And. 100,000 views.
0: Big milestones. Total. Yeah. Numbers. Scary's Instagram That's hit 40k tight. yesterday. 40k. Boom. Big. Hell of milestones for Washed Media. Let's get out of here.
1: Bye. I had fun.